Hello and welcome to According to John. Today we're going to be talking about or answering the question. And by the way, this question was asked to me by um, uh, a young lady named Nicole. And we sat down and she, she looked at me and she said, um, is my grandmother an angel? I've never had anybody just ask me a question. They just kind of assume that dead people are be, do become angels. Right. I hear that so many times. Oh, I have an angel. Like we all have guardian angels. They're not talking about well, only the, the saved. Only the saved have guardian yeah, angels. Yeah, yeah. We have, that's right. a whole. We could do a whole top podcast on guardian angels. Right. Uh, a part of what God has chosen them to do. But uh, no, uh, there's a difference between angels and people. People never become angels and. Uh, some angels right. became demons. Right. So we got uh, some study to do here today, Johnny. Do humans become angels after death? That is what we're going to be talking about. And I answered Nicole. Uh, and and she's so gracious because I was so blunt. You know, it's like she asked a question. I go, no, no. This is a Bible no. study a lot of people don't want to hear. <laughs> they don't want to hear, right? But well, it's, it's really great news. So it's, yeah. yeah. Well, she even said, she, um, she even says she's like, my grandmother's not watching over me. No, not watching over us in a guardian sense. They don't need grandma. We've got guardian angels if you're a believer. Well, and we have Jesus, but if you're a believer. Yeah. Now I would say Hebrews, this has nothing to do with angels, but it has like, okay, my dad's in heaven. Can he see me? Uh, Hebrews. Well, I don't think so. Gone. I know where you're going. Oh, and, and I don't know, Johnny. We might have that one-tenth of one percent where we disagree. <laughs> Well, I would tell you, we're about by a cloud of witnesses, <laughs> right? But if you notice, great golf fix is that what you're gonna throw at me? No, okay. no, no. But I will later. <laughs> <laughs> but we have uh, the the cloud of witnesses. We have Hebrews twelve. That is, yeah, yeah. And so we know the cloud of witnesses because of Hebrews chapter six, eleven or eleven. I'm sorry, yeah. I get that point. You, there, get, Johnny. you get a point. <laughs> Hebrews 11. I don't know what maybe I was thinking 11, six without faith is impossible. Yeah. And you need to have faith in the scriptures and believe that. There's no, <laughs> no. So by looking at Hebrews 11, we have a great cloud of witnesses. I actually studied that out because I was asked, right. Can our loved ones watch us? You're going to break my heart now, Johnny. I'm going to break. <laughs> <laughs> I did with I did with Nicole, so I'll so keep it up. I got Jesus. I'll be all right. <laughs> right? Amen. And so the cloud of witnesses were those in chapter 11. Absolutely. That verified the truth of what he was saying. And so there were witnesses to the truth, not witnesses to watching. I don't disagree with that at all. That's absolutely straight up biblically fact. It is. But what about I, there's some extras? <laughs> what about grandma? <laughs> grandma, grandma. Anyway, we'll talk about grandma. Hey, I am your host, John Westfall. This is my co-host, Pastor Duke Herget, the Duke Meister. And today we're going to answer the question, do humans become angels after death? Now, we've already answered it. No, but... <laughs> We got to get the scriptures. <laughs> Let's get into the scriptures so we can see how we land on that yes. answer. Because I, I know, and, and here's the thing, like with Nicole, uh, she's my, my vocal therapist. Cause remember I told you I was having issues with mm -hmm. my vocal cords swollen and, and they're trying to teach me how to 
uh, how to talk appropriate. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to work. I'll pray for. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So, uh, they're just trying to teach me how I can talk without stressing my vocal cords so much because apparently I, I, I push on them pretty hard and I have a deeper voice and like that, all of that works against me. So, and you use it all the time. Dude, I am, oh my goodness. Yeah, I know, I'm a preacher. Right? <laughs> it's like between preaching, counseling, podcasting, and uh, teaching, it just keeps on keeping on. Just a little levity here. My my wife thinks I'm an angel sometimes because I'm up in the air harping about something. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. <laughs> you all right? <laughs> John never knows what's going to come out of my mouth as I get older. It's just, <laughs> but I'm appreciating it more. I, I am. I'm yeah, appreciating old it enough more. where you kind of follow the, the uh, foolish drift. Yeah. I'm, I'm appreciating it a little bit more. All right. So listen, those who believe that humans become angels, uh, after death or when they die, have a huge distorted idea of, uh, humans and angels and a lack of understanding in scripture. Yeah. Once you see the scripture, you'll never ask that question again. And it's good. It you know? is good. And, and, and here's the thing. Um, I don't want to be an angel, man. I, you know why? Cause Jesus didn't die for angels. Mm -hmm. and he died for us, which means that he loves us more than he loves the angels. It's a holy satisfaction that God gives right. us. You know, I'm satisfied being a, a human being. Mm. I'm satisfied being a male. Uh, I don't want to become a female. I don't think you really can. Uh, <laughs> no, what do you mean you don't think? Come on, dude, you can't. I, amen. That's what I'm. That's what I should. Yeah, have you said. Exactly. That's what I believe. Exactly. Yeah. Say yeah. what I believe. Hey, hello. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth, Johnny. So just help me. When I, you, I you will. Just, <laughs> you need to jump in. Just. <laughs> I don't think I can. What the crap? You don't think I can. Golly. And I'm satisfied <laughs> being a husband of one woman. Amen. I'm satisfied uh, with my quiver full was only three. So that divine satisfaction is it kind of plays into this because people, they just have a, they've been taught by the world things that are not true. And the right. scriptures will figure it out. And straighten them out, right. and it's it's all good news. Yeah, and we did we did a podcast on because that was a, one of the other things that was asked was uh, are there female angels, right? And or are all angels female or something like that? And I'm like, there are no female angels. And we did a podcast on that. You can go back and uh, listen to that. Um, uh, are angels male or female? Is what the podcast mm -hmm. is called. And so as we look at this. Um, what we understand is that humans are physical beings uh, with a spiritual soul made in the image of God, right? Because we, we have to we have to have a clear uh, separation or understanding of humans and angels. And so Genesis one twenty six says, "Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth." Which brings me to hunting season is upon mm -hmm. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the world changes when hunting season comes, right? It's like everybody goes, uh, Pastor, uh, I just want to let you know I won't be in church because it's 
opening deer season. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in Ohio. Opening day was a holiday at our school. Yeah. Bringing your hunting license. And uh, I tried bringing in several hunting licenses for getting a whole week off, but they didn't go for yeah, it. They don't, so. Yeah, they're out, out of that. Yeah. But but we're look, we're made in the image of God, and we have dominion over um, all the earth. In Genesis 2-7, uh, God formed man from the dust of the ground, breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Right. And that, so we are uh, spiritual, we're, we're human beings with a spiritual soul, and angels are spiritual beings. Yes, sir. Now, Hebrews 1.14 says this, and by the way, they can only become physical if God ordains their work for it, if they have something Sometimes to do. they're seen in a physical body, and sometimes they're present without a spiritual body. Right. Very clear in and, Scripture. And we're going to see those passages. Mm -hmm. But in this, angels are spiritual beings here in Hebrews 1.14. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? And so these are ministering spirits that can take on bodily form if their work requires it. And again, we're going to look at that. So, so we see uh, we start out as physical beings with a soul. They start out as spiritual beings. And there's no soul. They don't have a soul. And I'd like to interject this. Johnny and his motorcycle activity <laughs> has no doubt wore out half a dozen ministering spirits through the years. So I personally believe that in heaven, God's going to allow an angel to take John out behind the barn and whoop his butt because he's got it coming. If you ask my wife, she'll agree. Yes, she will. <laughs> oh, I love to ride. All right. Uh, humans are born with a sin nature, and they sin throughout their lives. We, we're sinners, man. We're born sinners, right? And because of our sin, and this is an interesting point, and the reason I'm bringing it out is because it's going to go right back to the angels, which shows a separation. This yeah. is why I'm bringing this mm -hmm. point up that uh, we're born with a sin nature and we constantly sin. And if you say you're without sin, you just sin because you're now you're a liar, right? Mm, <laughs> I mean, this has proved it. It's that perfect, exactly. Uh, because of our sin, uh, God has um, given us a way out, if you will. Plan. Uh, he has a, a plan. Sal salvation through uh, Jesus Christ our Lord. Yeah, and what's really interesting is the angels are very intrigued by this. It says, well, you're going to read the script, uh, read the scriptures. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to jump in and mess it up. First Peter one 12 to them. It was revealed that not to themselves, but to us. Right. And so not uh, to them, the angels, uh, it was revealed not to themselves. In other words, it didn't apply to them, but to us, they were ministering spirit, uh, ministering the things which now have been reported to you throughout those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things which angels desire to look into. Isn't that precious? Angels, uh, what was the song? Angels never knew the joy that is mine, for the blood has never washed their sins away. In heaven, there'll come a time when they silently listen to us as we sing Amazing Grace. You know, angels are intrigued by the love of God. Now, they know the love of God because right. he loves them too, but the love of God that he has for us. It's on he, another level. And angels are like, 
wow, these guys are so stupid. And yet God still loves them. Yeah. And they, they love to study yeah. the Bible. I think maybe God lets angels listen. What do you think? He lets angels listen to our podcast? I, you know, what I, do you think, Johnny? I, if you if you look at it as a wonderful life, Clarence was able to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my theology book, Johnny. Don't my, take me there. Look, it's not in my theology. I'm rubbing off either. on you, dude. I'm rubbing off on you. You're slipping, dude. <laughs> oh, just so you know, uh, angels don't get their wings when a bell rings. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but I do find it really uh, uh, captivating in a sense that angels are so bewildered by God's love for humanity. And he's in, he's brought them into the redemptive story. Yeah. Angels appeared to, uh, John the Baptist dad, uh, Zechariah just came up with that the last second, uh, angels came and ministered to Mary and, uh, Wow, they got to be part, and angels came. Well, angels talked to Joseph. Yeah, yeah, and so they were involved in this redemptive story, yeah. and it seemed All like they were. Out. It seems like they were pretty excited about their part in it, mm-hmm. right? And because they're kind of blown away that oh my goodness, how much the and, and really in all reality, think about this: how much does God love people? that he sends his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us. And then he sends the angels to minister to Jesus in the process, to minister to Jesus when he's tempted for 40 days and 40 nights, to minister to Jesus all throughout, to help him, Not yeah, to, to minister to him. So, so it's a help to Jesus, right? Yeah, he was, uh, he was starving 40 days without yeah. food. He's almost dead. Yeah. And the angels ministered unto him. Yeah, the min- and, and not only that, but it said that if he were to jump off the cliff, the angels would swoop down and save him before he could break a toe on the ground. Mm-hmm. I mean, the angels were involved from the very beginning of humanity. So I believe angels were before humans. And God angel- created the heavens and then the earth. He right. inhabited heavens with angels right. and then he creates the earth and he inhabited. So was it like a half a day before us? Was there a period of time before? We're not told. I think it's, I think it's a period of time before because. I've always leaned that way, but I can't prove it. Well, because uh, they were worshiping him. They had their place. They had, um, well, Job, Job tells us that, yeah. uh, that it, as God was creating the physical world, the angels, the stars of God were w- sons of God were watching and they were amazed. Right. You talk about a fireworks show right. as God was doing the creative thing, <laughs> galaxies and the angels were watching, right. you know, man's fireworks, they blow, they blow up and look pretty for just a second or two. And then they're gone. When God does a fireworks show, it it's eternal. Yeah. Right. So I, I'm just that's saying pretty, that's pretty cool stuff, ain't it? I think it is. Did I'll give, give you a point, dude. He's just, it's I had, to, only, had to beg for that one. You did. <laughs> and I only gave it to you cause I didn't want to see you grovel for it anymore. <laughs> I was ready. Any way I can. Oh my goodness! You know uh, we're gonna have to go back and actually count how many who's got more points. Now we ain't. Well, I'm. It don't matter. I have more grace than you do, so you obviously are in the lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nicer guy than you, John. You got lots of points. 
probably the, have to have our audience vote. Uh, that's so right. <laughs> that's probably the sad truth right there. Uh, well, Karen did say that I'm more stingy with my points. <laughs> there you go. You are right, but she also said I work for my points. That's true. Okay. You, I don't. I I give them liberally. Yeah. They're they're not cheap. <laughs> they're not cheap. <laughs> Right. So when we when we look at this, the angels, uh, man, they're intrigued by us. They want to look into this love that God has for us. That alone separates angels from humanity. Yeah, it clearly does, and it's just a sweet. We're mingled together right. on this on the on the project of evangelism and getting the gospel to the ends of the world. Um, angels ministered to Paul when he was in jail. Right. Ministered to Paul when he's in the ship and the storm. So angels are involved in all this. Be careful to entertain uh, strangers. Angels for, unaware, yeah. Angels unaware. So yeah. I think that's some of the angels that we can't see sometimes, right. and and maybe some pe- think people we think are people might really be angels. I I believe I've seen an angel. Mm-hmm. I re- I do. I was in North Carolina in uh, Selma, North Carolina, and I'm just going to tell you, I believe with all my heart that. Uh, God had an angel there. It was one of the, it was a crazy thing, but um, just so unassuming. And yet after it was all over, I felt like the Holy Spirit said, you were just in the presence of an angel. And I was really captivated by it mm-hmm. uh, because we don't know. And we do know though, that God sends angels to the earth and in various forms. Um, what we also know is that the angels are captivated bias, right? And the love that God has for us. So as we look into this, what we see though, is the angels had free will. Yeah. And we're getting into the theological part of angels now. Right. Which, which again, separates humanity from angels. And that's the whole idea because, uh, in order for us to understand that we do not become angels, we have to understand the, the two different entities, two different DNAs. Absolutely. You know, one is, is flesh and soul. The other one is spirit mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And humans do, which we're going to see, we do not become, uh, um, our soul lives forever with God. If we're saved forever without God, if we're not saved, but we never become an angel. So, uh, angels, as we look into scriptures, we can see that it appears that they had free will, but that free will was short lived, right? If we look in, in, um, um, Revelation 12, three through four. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and 10 horns and seven diadems on his heads. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. Uh, clearly this is the angels and they have chosen sin. Go ahead. Yeah, the um, <clears throat> the stars of God is a commonly used biblical phrase for angels. They're in heaven. This is probably going way back on a timeline of history, but it's recorded in Revelation 12 about angels and what happened in heaven long ago. It is recorded in Isaiah 14, the fall of Satan, where he said, I will ascend to the throne of the most guy. I will be above the stars of God. He already was the lead angel. He was already the archangel. He was already the most beautiful, most powerful of God's creation. 
he seemed to be the worship leader in heaven, but he didn't want to render worship. He wanted to be worshipped. Yeah. And so it seems as though from this text, as a matter of fact, I think it proves it doesn't seem, so I get, get my things worded right. <laughs> Satan was allowed. I don't want John to yell I, at me anymore. Because you know I'm going to. <laughs> He's going to correct me if I'm wrong. So we know that Satan rebelled. And there was a period of time, we're not told how long, but he was allowed to kind of present himself in heaven to give the angels a choice to buy into his direction, to follow him or say, no, we're going to follow God. They had volition. They right. had a choice. Yeah. And they made their choice. And the, they, the hell was prepared for the devil and his, his angels. angels, those who followed Satan, right. are going to end up in the lake of fire. Which is a great point, because that was the original intention for hell. It was never intended yes. for humans. Huge point, John. And But the humans decided to do what the... Uh, what Satan and his followers decided to do, and that was to deny Christ. And Isaiah 14 or deny says, God. For this cause, hell hath enlarged herself because of the hardness of people's hearts. hearts. Yeah. Revelation 12, 9 says, So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Which took us back to 12, 3 through 4, when it talks about their free will to decide. And they chose against God, and then they were cast to the earth, right? And so when we look at this, we're going to see that angels are similar to humans in certain ways. They were created as free moral uh, beings. They had volition, as we do. They had emotion, as we do. They had a will as we do they had intellect as we do only probably a whole lot more right i'm <laughs> gonna say been, a whole lot more right they haven't been genetically dumbed down uh well, as we were and not only that but they have look what they've witnessed mm -hmm. and they i mean listen man they were staying in the house of god if you will in the heavens and uh seeing god's glory seeing everything about god and still chose to walk away from him which is insane to me i i don't get that but they were created by god Colossians 1, 15 through 17. And we just read in Genesis that we were created by God. Uh, so angels were created by God. He, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and earth, invisible, invisible, whether thrones, dominions, principalities, or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And so the uh, thrones, dominions, principalities, or powers, the principalities and powers is angels. Here's a difference between angels and men that I didn't see in your notes as we started. When God created angels, he created them as a host. Yes. Whammo, they're all here. Yeah, he just spoke them into existence. Yes, there, there they are. Right. There's no daddy, mommy, and baby angels, aunts mm -hmm. and uncle angels. Boom, they're a host. They don't have relational right. things. When God created Adam and Eve, he created them both male and female, female. for the purpose of procreation, right. the whole genetic thing and man would reproduce after his kind. Right. And so man was pre created as a race, and angels were created as a host. Dude, there's another point. Dang, um, you're, you're racking I'm them on, up today, I'm, right? I'm rolling, man. <clears throat> well, and, and that's the thing is, when you look at it, God, human beings are the only thing that God took time to form. Everything else he spoke into existence. Wow. Whew. 
that's good, Johnny. That's a half a point. <laughs> okay, it's a point. All right. <laughs> so I that just, is good. I've given you three. But but when you look at the scriptures, everything he spoke into existence. Yeah, yeah. He spoke in the water and the land divided. He spoke and there was light. He, he spoke and there was man. animals. He formed man. And, and he formed Eve from uh, from the rib. Wow. And he breathed. And not only did he form that, but he br- us, but he breathed life. His very breath gave us existence. Everything else is just spoken. Doesn't that just give even more value to the humans? It I does. Mean, he, he loves us. And, and, and I think I think that that's part of the reason, too, why the angels are so intrigued. Like, God took the time. Uh, everything else was spoken into existence. God took the time to discuss, hey, let's make man in our image. And then he formed us from the dust of the earth and then he breathed life into us. And then, and and like everything was hands on, very specific in design and everything else. Whereas the rest of the world was just spoken and it, and it appeared. And it's something else I've never thought of. It just came to my mind as we're speaking to all other creatures, uh, plant, animal, even angels, uh, God is their creator. But to man, he says, I'm your father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that relationship, right? Wow. So so now he has this very personal, intimate relationship that he desires with us, and nothing else does he desire that. And angels didn't know that. Mm. They didn't know the relational. I mean, he was their creator, and he loved them too, but it's different for us. It is. It's it's really the whole familio. How about that word? Nice. Uh, you know, uh, he's our father, and he's given us the ability to procreate through the genetic thing, which is amazing. Well, and we're the only thing made in his image. Yeah, yeah. And so when we look at the intimacy of God, yes, angels were created, man was created, Angels were spoken into existence. Man was formed, f- discussed, planned, and formed. Ooh, I'm getting blessed. That's that stuff, is John. so sweet, right? Uh, all, so, you know, all of this doesn't it make us? Feel, it makes me feel valuable. Absolutely. And 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 without Christ, you know, I'm a, I'm an idiot. I know that, but. People today, the world is taking away people's value. Mm-hmm. Kids yeah. just, they feel so worthless. And that's right. why suicide is like the leading cause of death for kids today. Because, you know, when you study the scriptures and you begin to, you begin to feel your value. Mm-hmm. And we're not perfect, but we're valuable to our Heavenly Father. He loves us. And that's where just the biblical foundation, a world biblical worldview will give people their value. When you right. take this away from children... They wind up feeling worthless. They, they're bullying people. Well, God has a future and a hope for us. Yeah. He doesn't have that for the angels. He has a job for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, when you, when you look at the angels and you look at humanity, God's extension of love is absolutely unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas angels, angels, are, uh, angels are a product of God that has specific purpose and job and they're to carry it out humanity has a specific purpose and job as well and that's to love him to serve him to circle back for a moment to something you said earlier about the angels uh their will they exercised their will way back when god used satan to test them and it seems that they made their choice Mm -hmm. 
one third of them followed Satan, and they're the demons today. They're right. going to hell. But the other yeah, ones seem uh, to have the like, angels that have left are demons. I just wanted to point yeah. that out. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and the ones that passed that test, the ones that said no to Satan, seems like it was a one and done test. Uh, they just chose we're, we're worshiping God with all that we've got, and there's no more revelation in Scripture that they continue right. to be tested again right. and again. Yeah, it was like it was like okay for those of you who are you're gone in or you're, you're out exactly done. And and by the way, whichever one you chose, there's no re, there's no turnaround yeah. from. And there was no redemption for the angels, right? Because they chose in light. They'd been in the presence of God. Think about that. But when Satan deceived Eve, it was different. It's kind of like the difference between first degree murder, intended intention, and manslaughter. Well, yeah. I the guy punched me in the face, so I punched him back, and he fell at his head. I didn't intend to kill him, but right. he died, and I feel horrible about that. But there's a big difference, right. and the scriptures very clear, much clarify the difference between manslaughter and right. murder. And I have always connected that in the fall of Satan, in the, in the fall of these angels, it was first degree. They chose yeah. diabolically to oppose God, mm -hmm. and God said, that's it, you're done. Yeah, that is a great point that you said. There's no redemption plan for angels but there's clearly a redemption plan for humanity and God is long suffering that none would perish and all should come to repentance. Yeah. And he used angels to be part of that plan and they are thrilled. And that's why I think that's why it. they're so befuddled by the whole idea and they want to look into it. Like they, they want to investigate this because um, I can only imagine the discussions that went on obviously in their presence about man and God's love for humanity. Mm -hmm. I hope I don't read too much into it, you know, but we're, we're kind of excited to study about them, but it seems like they're kind of excited about <laughs> studying about us. Right. Think yeah. about that. Maybe you'll take uh, your guardian angel on a ride on a motorcycle. Someday. He's always invited. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. All right. So, uh, they were created by God we we're talking about angels are similar to humans, right? Number one, they're created by God. They have intelligence. 2 Corinthians 11.3, but I fear lest somehow as a serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. And so when we look at this, they have the intelligence that uh, of their craftiness, that we see the craftiness. And then we see here emotion, uh, Revelation 12.17, and the dragon was enraged with the woman and he went to make war with the rest of her offspring who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. They were enraged. So we see that there is emotion. Fallen angels were enraged. And I think holy angels are enraged against I, the, the fallen angels. Right. And I think it's a there's righteous gonna be a war. Anger. There's going to yeah. be a war in the heavens. Oh, there's going to be. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're warriors. Only took one angel to, uh, yeah. I remember Pastor Joe Russo, our youth guy, preached in our church one time. He said, people think of angels like little pudgy baby <laughs> Cupid dolls. He goes, no, they're more like Green Beret. You know, the angels that went to Sodom, they only need a couple to wipe out the whole city, you know. One yeah. angel wiped out 185,000. But isn't, uh, isn't it funny, time. though? Isn't it funny how uh, if you just look around, 
we've given humanity the idea of angels being pudgy little whatever and god and not feminine, having no anger and, and feminine and <sighs> femininity of angels and femininity of men no yeah. no he made a mighty yeah. warrior well and they they've got angels as females and there's no female angels we that's another podcast yeah there's nothing there uh they can't procreate and i mean it's just when you look at everything it's the exact opposite of what me, uh, what uh, mainstream media portrays. Satan is consistent. He always opposes scripture every time. Every time. Or he'll take a little something that's in scripture and then just distort it completely. Right. And then we talked about here the other thing. So we've, we talked about their angels are created by God. They have intelligence. They have emotion. And they have a free will or had a will. We'll just put it that way. They had a will. Jude 6 says this. And the angels who did not keep their proper domain but left their own abode, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. And so they had this will, uh, this free will to decide, but not unlike us who we seem to have it over and over and over and go over again, uh, they had a free will once. Yeah, once, one and done. It just seemed like it was once. Yeah. Um, but, you know, demons continuously, this is crazy, they continuously carry out the work of their father, the devil, or their, their, their boss. Um, but whenever Jesus confronted the demons, immediate obedience. Absolutely. And yeah. humans. <laughs> Think about that. And like when he told them to get out of the man. Oh, immediately. And they were like, oh, let us go into the pigs. And he's like, go, but you're going to get out of that man. It's crazy. There was always immediate obedience. Right. No, Jesus never f tried to cast out a demon and failed. Right. And yet you and I, God comes to us and says, hey, get, tells us what to do. And we're like, well, think about it. I don't know if I understand that. Well, uh, well, you know, it, we we don't always obey. Right. Matter of fact, most of the time we don't obey. Right. And yet he still loves us. Wow. Long suffering. Amazing. Man, right. Grace. So they're meant to praise God. Uh, here we find in Luke 2.13, and suddenly there was with the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And again, they're, they're singing out loud God's intention for humanity. There's your separation. Angels are singing and praising God, uh, high, uh, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Does it look like they're emotionally involved with this whole thing. They are. You think maybe they love us? Uh, I think that they're loving what God's loving. <laughs> they love just, us or not. Just, I'm just thinking out loud here. Jim. Right? Yeah. Um, they serve God. Revelation 22, 9. And let me redo this. Here we go. Revelation 22, 9. Then he said to me, see that you do not do that, for I am your fellow servant. This is an angel uh, um, speaking to John. And he says, uh, I, for I am your fellow servant and of your brethren, the prophets, and of those who keep the words of this book, worship God. Angels always refused worship. Mm -hmm. And the world, they'll give worship to, say, to, 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 to angels. No, they're saying, right. stop it. Right. 
Yeah, re- true angels will say stop it. Uh, demons will be like, yeah, yeah bring, bring it, it on. on. Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Satan, that's right? what he wanted. Yeah, and angels work for God's kingdom here in Acts 8.26. Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip saying, arise and go toward the south along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is the desert. And so you see here that an angel is telling Philip where to go, where he needs to be. Why? Well, he's messengers of God, right? The angel is a messenger of God and he is active in the kingdom work of God. And for humans, we need to be active in the kingdom work of God. So we see through all of this so far that this is how angels and humans are alike. And if you notice, all of it has to do with uh, other than intelligence, emotion, and will has to do with serving God. Yeah. Let me just throw this out. This is just a, a what if her and just, I remember taking you and your family on a drive many years ago around the capital region looking where God would have you to plant a church. And we're at the intersection up here uh, of right, nine, four and nine four and 20 and nine and 20. And of course we're just chit chatting. And I come up to that intersection. We we spent eight hours on the road that day. Okay. We so did. We, we went through a lot of intersections. At the end of the day, you and Sherry had a chit chat. Mm-hmm. And you had a moment in time in those eight hours at an intersection. Sherry had a moment in time at an intersection where she felt like this is where we belong. Tell the rest of that story. Yeah, so we come up to the intersection, we turn right, and God tells me, this is home. I never said a word, I, except for I asked you where we were. Mm-hmm. And, and I remember you asking that. I asked and you. And I'm thinking, yeah. where, where are we? Why did Johnny and, ask that? <laughs> and you're like, East Greenbush. So we get to the hotel that night, again, eight that hours in the car. intersection is about a quarter of a mile from where we're sitting right now. It is. And we get back and I asked Sherry, I said, if God were to call us out here, where do you think it would be? And she said, East Greenbush. And I said, where in the world were you when you got that idea? And it was at the exact intersection where God told me this was home. And I'm just going to be honest with you, dude, that right there is what has kept us here because mm-hmm. otherwise, truth be told, we would have probably been gone a few times. I'm, I'm in the car with them all day. I'm the driver and I'm showing them all these places. And when you said that, Johnny, I just... I kind of like, because I had been praying about a church. I prayed about myself coming to East Greenbush 44 years ago. <clears throat> and there were there were three places that I, if I could have been three of me, one of them w- went to Clifton Park, Half Moon, where I am. The other one would, would have come to East Greenbush. And when you said that, I'm thinking, oh, God, are you calling him here? Yeah. And I didn't say anything because I didn't want to try to influence it. But uh was there some angelic activity there an unseen? I, I don't know. I don't I'm know. going to ask one day. I don't know. I'm going to ask, but yeah. I know it was the Holy spirit for sure. Oh, absolutely. And, and it, again, it was that where it's kept us here. Cause that was our anchor. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone needs an anchor if they're going to stay, you know, otherwise they'll be tossed by, and we've had storms. Lord, yes, you have. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> but everybody does. Lord knows everybody we have does. had storms. So, uh, so we see here that, um, uh, in comparison to humans, they were created by God. They have intelligence, they have emotion, they have will. Uh, they, uh, are meant to praise God. They are meant to serve God and they work for God. And then here's the other thing that angels have in common with humans is they can appear human. 
Daniel 8.15 says this, Then it happened when I, Daniel, had seen the vision and was seeking the meaning, that suddenly there stood before me one having the appearance of a man. And it was an angel. And it was an angel. Mm -hmm. And so we know that they can have the appearance of a man. They do not become men. They have the appearance. And then, but we, we see that's not all the time, because in Ezekiel 1, 5 through 11, this is, it tells us what angels look like, which is pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Ezekiel 1, 5 through 11. Also from within it came the likeness of four living creatures, and this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. Each one had four faces, and each one had four wings. Um, I guess that's what we would call hypocrites when they have all these different faces. <laughs> uh, verse 7. I've heard of two-faced. <laughs> <laughs> Not four. Uh, their legs were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the soles of calves' feet. They sparkled like the color of burnished bronze, and the hands of a man were under their wings on their four sides, and each of the four had faces and wings. Verse 9. Their wings touched one another. The creatures did not turn when they went, but each one went straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, each one had the face of a man. Each of the four had the face of a lion, and on the right side, each of the four had the face of an ox on the left side, and each of the four had the face of an eagle. And then we see in verse 11, thus were their faces, their wings stretched upward, two wings on each one touched one another, and two covered their bodies. And so we see that they have the face of a man, but they also have some other attributes that are not quite like men. So I think we could put it all together. Sometimes they're spirits without a body. Sometimes they're spirits in an. They're given an identity. Dude, we just we just we just saw this. This yeah. is this is pretty uh, wow. When you mm -hmm. see that, it's a wowzer. And then other times they appeared as men. I just thought of Sodom when the angels came to deliver Lot and his family out of Sodom before they God appeared was in judgment. The, the men of Sodom are like, whoa, we'd like to be with those men. And they mm -hmm. came that night to try to uh, sodomize them. Yep. And it uh, turned out uh, they were stricken with blindness. That didn't even stop those wicked men. And, of course, the next day was their last day as the angels right. uh, uh, took care of business. They delivered Lot and God sent judgment. And then, But the thing is, is they appeared as men. Right. Absolutely. Uh, then here's the, one of the last things that we see that angels and, uh, humans have in common is they know the scriptures. Mm -hmm. James two nineteen. you believe that there is one God you do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. Mm -hmm. So we see that they believe the scriptures, which is ironic that they believe the scriptures and they tremble but they chose to walk away from god that's why satan always tried to twist the scriptures oh he knew god. the scriptures well he did revelation 12 12 therefore rejoice O heavens and you who dwell in them woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows he knows that he has a short time. Because he's read the scriptures. He's read the scriptures. I know. As, 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 you can't twist them if you don't know them. Exactly. But yeah. he knows them. Yeah. And he knows he has a short time. And it's just so interesting that he claimed that he was going to be God, take over God, and so on and so forth. And now he knows his time 
is hanging in the balance. He ain't got much longer to, to mess with us. No, dude, it's coming fast, We're right? We're be delivered by Jesus from this present evil world. Yeah. He saved us from the penalty of his sin by his death. He saves us from the power of sin by his life mm-hmm. in us. He saves us one day from the very presence of sin. Right. And Satan will be bound in the bottomless pit for a thousand years, released to use him one last time to test the hearts of those born in the kingdom. And then off he goes to the lake of fire. We're going to have to do a podcast on uh, the millennial reign of Christ. Mm, I'm ready. What we'll that looks it. like. Yeah. What it looks like. Do it next week, John. Approaching it, through it, and after. Yeah. Because the scriptures give us a good idea. Yeah, it's it's mother of all parties. Why wouldn't we we go? Well, and that's where I believe I am going to get the ride a motorcycle and just hang in there on these turns. If I wreck, I get up, dust myself off, and go get another motorcycle. He hasn't uh, sold me on that theology yet, but I hope he's right. I hope he's right. I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I'm just saying, I hope. The wild side <laughs> because there, the kingdom. There are some twisties that I, I just want to hit really a lot harder than I have been, mm-hmm. but I'm afraid to because I don't know if the bike was, I, I don't know that the bike yeah, was Yeah, your stick. body's God's temple, dude, so remember that yeah, too. And, I gotta, and I'd have to deal with the pain if I'm wrong. Yeah, you got to face God for too so that's right so look sharing our team together to try to keep this guy alive oh my goodness (laughs) you you don't even know how true and her and i we don't even know why we love you man oh that's a truthful statement (laughs) oh my wife she is focused on keeping me alive dude you married way up (laughs) as i did too all All right, right so listen nowhere in scripture nowhere in scripture did I say that loud enough? Nowhere in scripture does it indicate that humans become angels after we die. No, we just, to Nowhere. be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord yeah. where we wait for, uh, uh, we'll wait for his return. And those who sleep in Jesus will God bring with him to set up this kingdom. Uh, we've never, well, there's angels. another question. Do we really sleep waiting on Jesus? Is there such a thing as soul sleep? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. think We're on the same page, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're on the same page with me, John, that ought to scare you a little bit. <laughs> so let me say this. One day we're going to do a podcast on it, and um, <clears throat> that's where you told me. But, no, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> that's going to be fun. Um, all right, at death, right, um, we see that the body and the soul of a human are separated, the, the, the body uh, goes back to the dust, goes to the earth. The soul goes up to be with God. Then uh, in 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 8, the soul of the believer, I said, goes to be with God. And, and this is what it says here. So we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord, meaning present wise, not, uh, not spiritual wise, because God's connected to us. Uh, for we have the Holy Spirit, for we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. And so that is the soul of the believer. The soul of the unbeliever goes to a place of torment. Now, I'm not saying hell yet. Nobody goes to hell until after the great white throne judgment. So the soul of the unbeliever, Luke 16, 22 through 23 says this, 
So it was that the beggar died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And so you see the rich man in torment in Hades or the grave. Lazarus is in Abraham's bosom. That is a clear distinction in Luke chapter 16 of the saved and the unsaved. Right. And then, by the way, the unsay, the, the rich man didn't go to hell because he was rich. Uh, he went to hell because he denied God. Um, and then at the end times, uh, believers receive a new glorified body. Yes. Roman or first Thessalonians four. And by the way, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm going to celebrate that one too. Yeah, the older you get, the more you like that verse. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> disagrees with that. That is so true. First Thessalonians four thirteen through 17. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For the Lord, uh, let's see, for this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself would descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall be with always be with the Lord. And so uh, we see that, right, that we get glorified bodies. And then we spend eternity in heaven, Revelation 21, 1. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. And so we will be with Jesus forever. Uh, you can go on and read twenty-one, uh, chapter 21, and it really clarifies that. The unbelievers, though, they will be judged. And, and the reason I'm pointing out believers and unbelievers because now the angels, the fallen angels that the, we talked about, demons. the demons, are going to join the unbelievers. Uh, so the unbelievers are going to be judged and they're going to be cast into a lake of fire, Revelation 20, 11 through 15. And it says this, Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in them. Verse 13, the sea gave up the dead who were in it and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them and they were judged each one according to his work, uh, his works, then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death and anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire, which is eternal damnation separated from God forever and ever and ever and ever. Interesting. When we die, we go to heaven where angels, the good angels already are. And when people die without Christ, they go where the bad angels already, are going or yeah. already are. Well, a lot of them already are. Yeah. So it's just yeah, two separate uh, creations, all as servants of God, to praise God, to know God, to serve God, to glorify God, to worship God, and be blessed by God. Right. And you said it key, they're separate creations. Uh, fallen angels are cast into hell. We see here in second Peter two, four, for if God did not spare the angels who sinned there, we're going to see a clear, distinct difference, uh, as we look through this passage right here, right? So it says 
For if God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment, and did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of the eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them to destruction, making them an example of those who afterward would live ungodly, and delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked, for that righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment. And so if God didn't spare the angels, he's not going to spare the humans. Mm -hmm. Clear distinction between the two. Listen, guys, I want you to know that God created humans and angels as different beings for different purposes. In heaven, we'll be glorifying God with the angels, but we will never become an angel. This has been a fun study, John. It has been a lot of fun. I think I won the points uh, on this one. Because I was gracious. <laughs> hey, guys, I hope this has helped you. And if it has, please like, share, subscribe, and follow. And until next time, God bless. God bless.